Um, thank you, Zach Eastman, for that amazing introduction. We are The Real Nerds. I am Ryan. To my right is... James. To my left is... Brad. And uh, before we start, we want to thank Hasselman's, obviously, for hosting this wonderful event. And of course, Aurora Rise. Great job, guys. Thank you. And I also will give a special shout out to the Sullivans. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet Alex at Mile High Comics. And when we were talking in line, he was really cool and he made me seem like a big deal. He's like, oh, the real nerds. Yeah, you guys are really awesome. And uh, little did I know that he would become our number one fan and he would uh, tweet us constantly. And we went and saw the movie Brave and we all were... Uh, raving about it. We're like, oh, Brave is so awesome. Did we, you see her hair? Did you see it? It was so fluffy. And it was so cool. And you she, could see the strands. She, there was a bear. And, um, <laughs> and so Alex had an awesome thing where he would tweet us all the time. And my favorite tweet we have ever received to this day is, it was really simple. It, it was from Alex and it said, saw the movie Brave, it sucked ass. So uh, <laughs> he was not as impressed with Brave as we were. But that's okay. Everybody gets their opinion. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So uh, if you don't know what we do, every week we go see a new movie um, and then we podcast it to the world and we have fun doing that. But we also do things in our spare time. And if you're wondering what we do in our spare time, oh, guess what, guys? There's video of that. Um, Zach's going to go ahead and um, play that part for us. Oh, yes, that's what we do in our spare time. I know, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. Well, stay tuned. There's more. Um, we also have some trivia going on tonight, so we're going to ask some questions to win some really cool prizes. Awesome prizes. Awesome prizes. Like, you could walk home with your very own copy of Shark Octopus. It's, it's Sharktopus. It's I one mean, it's word. Shar it's Sharktopus. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, before we... Uh, actually, I, I do want to bring uh, Zach Eastman up here for an interview in a few seconds. But uh, last week, I told Brad and James that I was in Las Vegas. Right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, you were out in the desert. That's yeah. Your, that's your claim, yeah. Uh, but I actually was up to something. I was up to no good. And I brought this little clip to, to Zach here and... Uh, Hey, Zach, can you go ahead and play the clip I gave you? And this is what I was really up to. Wait, what's going on? Yeah, just watch, dude. Okay. It's better not be embarrassing. Uh, hi, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Real Nerd. I, I mean, I'm Ryan from Real Nerds, and uh, I'm with the greatest comic book... I'm with the greatest actor of all time, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, first question, um... Mr. Downey Jr., uh, when I asked you to do this interview, what, what did you think? I was surprised and delighted. Really? Wow, thank you. Okay, so, I mean, obviously you're here because you saw the first episode of our pod show, and what was your first impression when you saw it? Uh, it's dramatic, and it's, um, it's, it's pretty deep and, and dark at some points. Really? Wow, thanks. That's probably one of the things I'm most excited about. Um, you know, without giving it away. Okay, now this is the most important question that I'm going to ask you. What did you think of my performance? It was, uh, it was uh, a waste of talent. Get out! I think he'll probably wind up with some of the most touching and definitely the most uh, entertaining moments in the story. So, it was a little racy. Were you creeped out by the content in the pod show? Uh, well, to me, it's the perfect balance of not too far and not, not far enough. 
Another question for you, sir. Would this pod show be successful without me in it? I think part of what really made it work was uh, it was tangible, you know. Okay, a follow-up to that. What's the greatest thing about me? He's a great American national treasure. <laughs> really? My heart. I guess that's saying a lot. I can't help but feel this chemistry between us. If I asked you to spend a day with me, would you? What's in it for me? Uh, I don't know. We could um, maybe meet up and, and go to a bar and then maybe... At Neptune's Net. And it's a biker bar. Wow. I love that idea. Well, it's good night and good luck for me. I guess I'll see you nerds later. You did an inter Are you interview like me? that without us? You, you know what? Up? You guys wouldn't believe I could get him on the show. This so. is bullshit. So, well, Brad, I, I where think was you're going to have the pod to... show. Why did you wait till then? Well, because first he saw the pod show, and he was so taken aback by how awesome it was. That's weird, because there's only like 50 views on YouTube. <laughs> well, <laughs> 49 of them were Robert Downey Jr. Awesome. Brad, uh, I think that means you have to wear something special next time we do a live show. Maybe. Yeah. Spider-Man costume for Brad. Not happening. Well, I, uh, I, got, I, I got him on the show. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure he's really busy. He'll be really busy, right, the day of. Uh, he's already on, been on the show. Did you just watch the video I just put up there? Jeez, Brad. All right. Um, I don't know how this is going to work, so uh, I'm going to ask a trivia question, and everybody can, anybody can answer this and raise their hand. Hopefully I can see somebody. I'll try to guess the first person. Um, and you can win a steelbook copy of The Dark Knight um, food from Qdoba Mexican Grill and also a Real Nerds t-shirt like the one James is wearing right now. James, could you stand up and show everybody what you're wearing? From Denver Comic Con 2013. Hey, um, limited, limited print. You can't get li them anymore. Limited print of how much I mean, money you can. we had. But, you, know, you can win them. Whatever it is. Um, so anybody can just raise your hand and hopefully, Brad, keep an eye out for people as I'll I try to see. Question. It's really dark out there. No, I can, I can see. I have my night vision still. I'm not And this old. is really nerd-centric, so I hope people can get this. If not... Oh, oh, we'll, we'll, hey. We'll, we'll, oh, hey, look. Like, hey, we actually have someone everybody. in the sound booth helping only us out. Only half the people. All oh, right. Yeah, only half the people. Chirp? Crickets? No? <laughs> um, what is the name of the villain at the end of Avengers, the movie? Anybody? Anybody? Oh. Right here. Yeah, no. Oh, right. hey. Yeah, give this man Dark Knight. And not a lady shirt, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Brad. There's also, Thank you, uh, sir. There's posters down here and stickers and all that kind of stuff. Take whatever you want. No, it's not a lady's shirt. It's not a lady's one? Man, he kept them. <laughs> Good. Right on. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Um, so we're going to go ahead and bring up Mr. Zach Eastman up Where here. He? Um, if he's still Did here. Did he go out to smoke? Did Zach Eastman go out to smoke? Oh, oh hey. hey! Hey, Zach Eastman, go ahead and sit down. Nice. All right, nice to have you on Come the show. Back. Thanks, Zach. Good to be here. Awesome. Wait a second. I wasn't so, paying attention. You're not. Oh, never mind. So, Zach, you uh, graduated from Colorado Film School, correct? No, I got. Um, I'm, I'm going to move to L.A. and just make blockbusters. Awesome. What do you have um, currently in the works? Uh, I'm working on a movie called Walt Met a Girl, and, you know, if that's not self-explanatory, I don't know what is. <laughs> Where does Take 38 Productions get its name from? Um, every time I make a film, it's usually 38 takes before we get something. <laughs> wow. 
Have you ever gone 39 takes? Yes. It was the stare of the lovely Maddie O'Connor in <laughs> The Boy Who Stares. 39 takes. So you worked with Maddie O'Connor. Can you explain what that process is like? It's a, he's a beautiful boy. Oh, well, can I bring out the real Zach Eastman to explain <laughs> <Yeah>. everything? <laughs> Hey, real Zach. He told me that I was going to be going out into the parking lot to smoke a joint, and then all of a sudden he just starts beating the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> this was like the episode of Brady Bunch where there was the bad Greg where he had the mustache, and then the real Greg shows up. Nobody seen that hey, one? You were that old. I am that old. <laughs> Did anybody stay home late at night Do or you remember sick? Cousin and, Oliver? <laughs> and you watch the Brady Bunch, and you. <laughs> They all have. Anyways, uh, real interview. Um, hey, Zach, thanks for putting this together, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Well, not a problem. It's, uh, it's always been my dream to uh, stand up here and uh, fulfill my destiny as the next John Lovitz. Um, <laughs> How's that working that's out for That's a podcasting you? joke for it people. And that's why it fell flat. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I'm going to, this is what comedy hell feels like. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, now you're in my shoes always. Um, <laughs> So uh, you wrote and directed The Boy Who Stares. What was your inspiration, and uh, what was the process like? Um, well, uh, about, uh, about the beginning of July of last year, um, I started writing a script based on uh, The Boy in the Window from Columbine, um, but just kind of writing it from uh, like a historical fiction perspective. Um, and it was supposed to be about what is a hero, um, and what happens when somebody doesn't want to be a hero because of the unwanted attention and everything that kind of comes with that kind of, I guess you'd call it a burden and, and kind of is because there's a lot of like interviews in Columbine where there's people like kind of being overlouded um, for, certain, uh, for certain aspects of like what happened like because nothing's truly clear. Um, and then um, I wrote a script out and it actually ended in a very um, violent kind of Oliver Stone way um, uh, cause it was, uh, cause I had no perspective on it. So I just kind of wrote it from the idea of, uh, of a very dark David Fincher film. And then, um, I showed it to Andrew Bueno and he told me it needed a lot of work. And so I, uh, kind of shelved it cause I didn't know exactly if I was going to do it next. And then, uh, about two of my friends and I went to, uh, the Century 16 theater to go see The Dark Knight Rises, um, at midnight and we all got evacuated. Um, and uh, right after that, I kind of like, I, didn't, I still didn't know what it would feel like to be in that kind of position because I, I didn't get shot. I didn't like nothing bad happened to any of me and my friends. We all got out fine and safe, but it put another perspective on it. So I went and changed the ending and just started developing it from there with uh, Spencer Kane. And he and I kind of took turns kind of looking at the script and figuring out essentially what works, what doesn't work, what's um, what, what's real and what's not real within this kind of scenario or situation. <laughs> Sorry, when you're on set with a, with a pretty serious, I mean, this is a heavy movie. I have to thank you for making us come up on stage after the whole room came down. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, when you're on set making a, winking a dramatic movie like this, how is that different from making a comedy? Do you intentionally try to make, because I was, I was on set for, the, film, for the, the scene with Sam, and everything was very quiet, and everything was very sterile, and I, I wonder, is that intentional, or do you try to break that and keep people with a little bit of levity, or what, what does that balance look like? Well, the first thing that you want to do is not have Matty O'Connor on set, because 
he'll just start dancing around like he's doing an Irish dance. Um, the, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I, I try to tell everybody from the get-go, there's no reason you can't laugh, um, even though this is a very serious subject. You know, if you're going to be brooding about it or if you're going to feel like you have to be serious on set, then I don't want you there. I want you to be able to enjoy yourselves and have fun because otherwise we're just a bunch of gloomy gusses running around the set. So I, uh, I let everybody know to just kind of come in with a great attitude and just like crack jokes every like five minutes. Just somebody better be cracking a joke because otherwise it's going to get too serious. But once, once I call action, everybody knows that I'm looking at the monitor and I'm looking at a very specific image that I'm trying to kind of form in my head and with the performances. So, you know, it's, people know when to behave and when to goof around. And, you know, there was a perfect balance to that. So it created a very nice atmosphere. What performance surprised you the most in this movie? Um, Spencer Kane, because um, I knew that he was... Uh, I've, I've always uh, believed in Spencer Kane since, uh, <laughs> uh, since uh, Twombly. And... Uh, to watch him grow as an actor in each movie. Like, I think personally, my favorite performance of his to this day is Five Steps, but to watch him kind of step into this Robert Graysmith kind of area with his uh, interview style and technique was uh, very inspiring. Like, he actually did his homework. He sat down and he watched all these movies that I gave to him to really kind of take a look at how people interview and whatnot. So. And what possessed you to cast Matty O'Connor as... <laughs> This the brooding um, villain, I guess, in the movie because we all know Maddie, and uh, he's kind of the the crazy guy who's not too serious. Well, Did you see he, the coat he wore in Five Steps? He's just eyeliner short of being emo, so um, <laughs> uh, I think that uh, you know I have him in every one of my movies. It's just like Kevin Smith taught me make a movie with your friends. Um, so I wanted to put him in the movie, but we I had no, nowhere to put him, and then I kept looking at like the typical uh, loner kid um, actors for the movie, and then I looked at Maddie one day, and we he was in a hoodie, and I was just like, put it over your head, and uh, he kind of just it just kind of clicked, just like make him feel like awkward and alone, make this kid not he has to look like he would not fit in or does not want to fit in, and then uh, from there I showed him. Um, uh, when we were doing Twombly in L.A., I kept sending him uh, news articles about Egan Holmes and um, also the Klebolds, and uh, just had him kind of studying their uh, uh, their uh, their words, like things they would have said, and just kind of getting into that mindset. Because, you know, if you put a if you put a, a camera in front of an actor long enough, they might crack up. But Maddie took this very seriously and actually did his research. He kept texting me back, like, "Did you hear that they just released files on stuff?" And and from there, it just became. Uh, a natural to him and he would be listening to heavy metal um, to uh, kind of get into a mindset and um, just kind of took on a life of its own. Very cool. So what's the next step for The Boy Who Stares? Are you going to take it to festivals or what's the next step? Uh, we're taking it to festivals. I'm going to actually be, um, this is good a time as now to announce it. Um, in October, we're going to be doing an LA show um, showcase. I'm still looking at a couple venues that I know about. Um, but we're going to do a showcase and try to take it on the road, Red State style. Um, and also, um, we're just going to submit it to um, Festivus out here, uh, a couple different other festivals um, within the, like, that kind of just cater to student and also, like, short filmmakers, more specifically. So, yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. Thanks, Zach. Oh, and it Thanks. will be online, yeah. 
Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for sharing your movie. Though. Yeah, thanks for sharing your movie. The, the, the world premiere of The Boy Who Stares. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, not a problem. Oh, I have another trivia question. And this one's really cool. Not only do you get shark, sharktopus, I can't even say it. Sharktopus. Sharktopus. Why does that not just naturally come out of your mouth? I don't know. Sharktopus. Sharktopus. Yeah. But you will also receive a signed copy of Saga from Image. It's signed by the amazingly talented Fiona Staples, who is the artist on this. She's I really think cute. really wants it. I just heard him. I know. <laughs> um, so it's actually, it's actually now Eisner Award winning. Best Eisner. series of last year. Eisner Sorry. Award winning. You will also get a shirt from The Real Nerds and a free meal from Qdoba, Mexican Grill. Um, so, so the question is, and um, you know what, I, I think Cougar's really excited for this one. So I think I should maybe just... Um, <clears throat> Who plays Ash in the Evil Dead series? Cougar. Cougar. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, just yeah. just barely beat out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were I, I watched you were just a fraction behind Cougar. There's a reason he has that name. There. Hey, thanks, Cougar. And if you don't know who Cougar is, you saw him in lots Every of movies today. Every movie. He was the guy with the eye patch. Hey, shameless plug, if you'd like to hear an interview with Cougar, uh, Cougar on Real Nerds Podcast, download us on iTunes, Real Interview, Cougar. Thanks, buddy. He's on, he's on like half the interviews we did at Denver Comic Con. I know, like, it's awesome. He just sort of smears himself out He's there. like, I'm in this movie, too. I'm going to sit down with you guys yeah. for this movie. We're like, you know what? You're welcome to. You're welcome to. Um, all right. What we do on Real Nerds, we already talked about it, is we go see a new movie every week. Um, we usually spoil the movie very heavily on our podcast. Uh, we say if we sh you should see the movie, we play the trailer, and then we spoil it. But we're not going to do that today because we're doing this live, and maybe people have not seen this movie. Um, of course, the movie we saw this week was The Wolverine. Yeah. Um, Snicked. So I'm going to go ahead and ask the boys, Brad, should people go see The Wolverine? Uh, you know, I liked Wolverine character, but I just couldn't get into this iteration of his story. So... Are we doing that like short review first, or yeah, I'm, I'm, ask, I'm asking you if you're gonna if people should see it. Um, there's probably better stuff out right now, but it's it's not terrible. James, I, I I had fun with it. There are lots of scenes where he knifes fools, and I think that's cool. Um, anytime that you have a guy with blades for hands fighting ninjas, I'm there. Um, it's not. <sighs> it is maybe not the best it could be, but I still really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, let's go ahead and roll the trailer. Oh, wait, we don't have a trailer. I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, you know, th what was really cool about this movie and which I think is really cool about Wolverine as a character is he is able to do things that other superheroes cannot. Um, in this movie, he kills a lot of people. Yeah, um, he cusses. He doesn't care what happens to him and or uh, anybody else unless you're a grizzly bear. Oh. And then he'll... Uh, then he will track you down in a bar, and he will kill you. <laughs> it's true. The, uh, it, it's interesting. I, um, I thought, like, oh, okay, you know, this movie is harmless. Nobody's going to be terribly offended by it or anything like that. And then I went to work, and there was this guy at work who was like, oh, I saw that. I almost walked out. And I thought, really? What movie did you see? And he had an interesting argument. Um, so if you're going to this movie and you think, oh, it's an X-Men movie, no, it's not. Uh, it is very specifically a Wolverine movie, so much so that there are only three mutants in the whole movie and one of them you never see her power like the one who can you know see into the future eh. uh, you never see what that looks like for her and so it means that it doesn't feel like a an x-men movie at all it feels like a guy with knives for hands movie um which is still dope 
but... But remember that scene where he was running through, like, the funeral and he was stabbing all those ninjas and they were, like, trying to shoot him and that was awesome. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's, like, a whole hour of the movie in the middle where he's just uh, taking care of this girl who's being hunted by uh, all these Yakuza and, you know, they have boring conversations between and there's a beginning and there's a climax. And, and then he goes to a, a village and he fights a bunch of ninjas. But it, it's not boring conversations. He learns how to use chopsticks. Wolverine needs to know that. He does. And right, he maybe not. For maybe he just not. Like, use his claws and like, dig in. Like, he's got three chopsticks. All right, you're right. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Well, he can't use his fingers to cut things. His blades just go out. They don't like, yeah, you just scissor. That's like, not how the blades work. Fumble and get them to stick together. Yeah, that he's doesn't like, How are you going to eat lo mein with that? <laughs> Yeah, he can, like, twirl it up. No, you can't. He can't control one claw. Dude. (laughs) No, he totally controls one claw. He gives uh, uh, Cyclops the middle middle claw. Oh, that's right. He does. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, he does that. He does do that. I'm lawyer. All right, so you're right. He should just eat his low mane with one claw. He really should. This movie sucks, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't. It doesn't suck. It's brooding, and he's dark and evil. It is. It is nice that it is more. It is definitely more character driven than a lot of the other X Men. It is. You know, the one thing I read. This movie is extremely character driven. For a superhero movie to really spend time on a character, uh, being trying to find who he is again, but always having that part of him inside of him, is really fascinating to me. And we we can't spoil what happens at the end, but I will say some ballsy. They do some ballsy things to that character. Oh yeah. You know they 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 sort of play with like the definition of who that character is in a way that I think when when you're done you're like oh oh shit how does he do things if he doesn't have you know. it's, it's interesting and fun and definitely worth seeing. But. And there's this one part where he gets stabbed with a sword and he rips it out and he says, I'm the Wolverine. Yeah! That, that's the name of the movie. So, and he said it. <laughs> you're, you're easy to please. <laughs> I am very easy to please. Give me a shirtless Hugh Jackman and I am pleased. <laughs> See, the, the girls like it. Yeah. And me. Your wife is just shaking her head. You guys don't get a little tingle when Hugh Jackman's ripping off his shirt and goes berserk? Whoa. No, I don't. Why? You know, okay that, say, I, you know I, you're, that's a fair question. I don't it's know okay why. to say guys I don't know are why. attractive, James. Okay. We live in Colorado. Civil unions are legal. <laughs> we are a progressive state here in this Colorado. Is how, this is actually how the normal podcasts go. We just get off, off track completely. Oh, I thought you said you were just, we just get off on Hugh Jackman. <laughs> that's not how the podcast goes at all. I'm just trying to be funny. But Hugh Jackman's a good-looking guy. He, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's did you very see handsome. the? Did anybody see the picture that he tweeted out today, getting ready for like X? Why are you following future? him on Twitter? Because he's funny. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, he's he has this like he's lifting these barbells and it's all bent, and he says, "If it's not bent, then it ain't worth doing." He's all ripped and stuff. What does that mean? That the, it, there's so much Australia. weight on the bar that it's bent. Yeah, but isn't Australia. it a prop? No, dude, he's in working out. Oh, he really is that yeah. hardcore. He's, All right, dude, he's now playing I'm Wolverine in X-Men Days of Future Past. You know, in Australia, which is where he's from, bent actually means gay. So Does it? If it's not bent? If it's not bent? <laughs> where did you learn that from in your journeys through Australia? No comment. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you serious? It really does mean that? It does. Oh, man. Wait, See, seriously, how do you know that? Uh, there, I randomly saw an interview where Rob Thomas and Matchbox 20 were interviewing about their, you know, number one single off that one album oh. called Bent, and they were uh-huh. talking about the confusion in Australia for selling that single. Interesting. It's a song yeah. about being gay. Well, that's very, it's very progressive of them to do it. I tried to trust VH1 sometimes. <laughs> Matchbox 20 ahead of their time. They, that's they a really sentence were. no one has said before. 
I remember when he was singing in that video and he was like on the roof and his arms were spread open. That was really fascinating. Um, <laughs> so if you're a fan of Hugh Jackman without a shirt on, you should definitely see this movie is what yeah. I'm saying. It, it's very satisfying every time he pops his claws. Like because there is so much downtime between actual action sequences that when they start and he's like, ah, you know, it's, it's cool. And you're I excited. it was really cool that he was haunted by, you know, killing Jean Grey and Jean Grey played a a role that he was a conflicted person. I like the idea. The dream sequences are a little bit meh. Uh, James, this is a talking format. You'd have to explain what you mean when you say that. I, I mean, I mean, I didn't need to literally have a scene where like he's in bed with her. Like, well, no, there's like five scenes where he's in bed with her, and he's like, "Gene," and then she she just spews dialogue, and then he goes, "Gene." I don't think he ever does that. Yeah, no, it's every scene he's in. What are you showing us? I have no idea. Well, anyways, to wrap this up, um, go see The Wolverine, because this is my show, so <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, I have one last prize to give out, and this is another doozy. We have a gift card to Regal Entertainment Theaters. We have a copy of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, signed by George's Jaunty, the artist on Buffy, and, of course, real nerd shirts that nobody wants. Um, <laughs> And this is a tough one. Wait, wait, wait. You're missing, you're missing the true prize here, which is War of oh, the yeah. Planets. Oh, yeah. And also, well, James will throw in War of the Planets. I paid th maybe $3 for that. It's not even the original case. No, no, no. It it's, a, no it's a blockbuster <laughs> rental. Uh, I owe $65 but, on but that. But, guys, here's the good news of this. This is full screen. So, <laughs> so you can enjoy it yeah, with 25 bars on the left. Throw that, throw that into your CRT TV, and you will be having all kinds of fun. That's um, an asylum And this picture. one, I'll give you three entrees to Kidoba. Um, this one's a tough one. This is for real nerds. I said it. It's not that I hard. I said question. her name. Wait, we're eligible? It's no, real. we're not. Oh. Um, what is Indiana Jones's real first name? George. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. In front? I, I saw Mayonnaise's hand. The, I, or Ivan? Oh. Henry oh, Ivan in the bag. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Ivan. Uh, by the way, hey, you guys remember Samson from Five Steps? There he comes right up now. We didn't, we didn't interview with Ivan. Yeah. Uh, hey, if where... you guys want to hear an interview with Ivan on Real Nerds, go to iTunes and download Real Interview. He talks about how much he hates all that Hollywood bullshit, and we just gave him some serious Hollywood bullshit. War because of the Planets. That's what we do. War of the Planets, not any good. Uh, I have a couple other uh, women's shirts if people want them. Um, and for those of you who, uh, there hey, two, in the back, two all right, in the back, they just got shirts. They totally got shirts. Man, um, before we They're go, the only ladies left. Um, we showed you the first episode of our pod show, and uh, we actually have the second episode of our pod show here. This is the premiere. This is the premiere of this. Um, we hope you enjoy it. Um, it's all around James's childhood fear. Whoa. Teens. It's not a childhood fear, man. This is still scary. Oh, yeah, this is a real fear. James is so... I cannot... James, seriously, dude, you are I'm just weird, saying. It's, it's creepy as hell. It is not creepy. It's super creepy. It is not... Yeah. Yeah, see? Megan knows! You know what, Sullivan? Quiet! <laughs> we don't need anything from the peanut gallery. Anyways, uh, Zach, if you want to go ahead and hit Pod, so Pod Show Episode 2. Thank you. Uh, there's a tag scene to that. <laughs> Oh, well, you can watch it online. You can watch yeah. it online. So, yeah, watch it online if you want. Uh, 
Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you, Aurora Rise, Sullivan's. We love you guys. Um, thanks, everybody. Uh, we're the Real Nerds. You can follow us on Twitter at Real Underscore Nerds. You can download us on iTunes, Real Nerds Podcast. And you can say hi to Matty O'Connor back up on stage. Woo, Matty <laughs> If you're he's, in town, he's afraid go of to team. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Yeah. Go on to tweaked.audio.com. Enter in Real Nerds in the promo code. Get a third off your order. What else can I promote up here? I don't know. iTunes, Stitcher. Oh, yeah. There. We're on iTunes, Stitcher. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, that's the big one. We have lots of articles and stuff up there. A lot of interviews with local filmmakers. Like of, Maddie O'Connor. Yeah. yeah. Maddie O'Connor's on in there. this room. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and also, the silent auction is over. So make sure you make your way over there and see if you won. Thank you, everybody. Um, until next time, bye. Bye. Say bye, Brad. Bye, live. <laughs>